Hey, how you doing? This is Wade with Wade for Wireless. And welcome back for another episode of Wade for Wireless with all your wireless updates, news, and information. Just sit back and relax. Hey, this is Wade with Wade for Wireless, and let's talk tech, technology, specifically smart city broadband. I'm going to concentrate on wireless because it is Wade for Wireless. Wade, the number four, wireless.com. That's right. Bringing all your tech and wireless news here just for you. But I, I really cover out cover the technology, so let's talk about that. But first, I want to thank Tower Tracker Pro, towertrackerpro.com, towertrackerpro.com. They're your software as a service that does closeout packages that your crew can go out there and get it done right the first time, step by step, using a smartphone or a tablet or hopefully something they won't drop off the tower. And they get all the information that's needed. And then they can upload it to the cloud where someone back at your office can download it, look at it before they even leave the site. How cool is that? It's pretty awesome, right? I also want to thank Tower Safety and Instruction. They can be found at towersafety.com. And they also have an online college at telltechcollege.com. T-E-L-T-E-C-H hyphen college. C-O-L-L-E-G-E dot com. Where you can get drone training for tower work and OSHA and tower safety and everything else. But to get to true tower safety, you're going to have to take a live class. They are an accredited school out of the state of Arizona. Also, sign up for the podcast, leave me some reviews, give me some feedback, do what you have to do. I'm on iTunes, you can get me on Droid. Anything it takes, man, anything it takes, sign up, get me regular, get on my email list, get on my Facebook group, Wade for Wireless. Follow me on LinkedIn, Wade Sarver on LinkedIn. So, and the other thing, finally, I have plenty of books out there, but let's talk tech. That's right. Let's talk about technology in the wireless industry and specifically let's outline smart city broadband. Smart city broadband is an interesting topic and I think it's time that we go into what broadband can be used for. Now, first, what is smart city broadband? It's just broadband. Let's not make it complicated, okay? Broadband's everywhere. You, you think you know what broadband is, but from a technical side, I'm going to break it down so it's a little bit easier for you to follow. To understand how important this is, just take your smartphone and throw it in a pool and leave it there all day, right? Suddenly you're freaking out. You can't check everything like you did. Take your laptop. Don't get in your laptop all day. Don't check Facebook. Don't check LinkedIn. Don't tweet. Don't don't get on any Pinterest. Don't get on a uh, all those other things that you probably get on on your smartphone. I have to look on my smartphone. Instagram, that's the other one. <laughs> I'd get my smartphone to see what's out there. As much as I want to stay disconnected, I rely on the connectivity because that's how I talk to you, this podcast. And let me tell you something. I love podcasts. I love my music online. Apple revolutionized the world with the iPod. And then when they put it on the iPhone, that was incredible. Now, I know Droid, I think, finally passed Droid passed iPhone. And I think there's other you know companies coming up that are competing with Apple, which is amazing. But I digress. It's all part of the broadband initiative. And when the iPhone came out, we were all on 3G and we were waiting for a lot of that stuff to download and, and for it to really happen. And now that we have LTE and we get it in Wi-Fi, it's just amazing. I mean, we all love Wi-Fi. I do. I love it. 
I think it'll go by the wayside in about 10 to 15 years, but I love it today, and I'll tell you why. But first, I digress. Now, it's broadband, right? What is smart city broadband? It's broadband. Like I said, don't complicate it. Could be a cable modem, could be fiber to your home, could be Fios, uh, could be anything. It could be your smartphone. You have a, a kick-ass connection on your smartphone. Any of that. It's all broadband. It's so we can connect to the internet, to each other, to our apps. Everything runs better. Part of the broadband is the cloud, mobile edge computing, MEC, all that. All that plays into it. Kick-ass routers. And like I said, Wi-Fi, your Wi-Fi router, your cable modem, all that brings broadband to where you are. And that's the key. Broadband to where you are. Broadband so you have connectivity. Now, let's let's go into some different things like how do we use broadband, who uses broadband, what the city will get from a mass rollout, and what form will it be. Let's cover all that. It's going to be a long one today, folks, so sit back and brace yourselves. So how do we use and roll out broadband? Really, it's how do we use broadband. We're going to use it for everything, from work and play, home, business. Think about what you use broadband for now. You watch TV, you watch movies. You have Amazon Prime, you have HBO, AHP, HBO and Showtime Direct, you have Encore, you have Stars, you have everything direct you can watch online, you have Amazon, you have Netflix, you have Apple TV, look at all the stuff you have. How do you enable all that? That's right, you need broadband. Preferably, you need an awesome connection to the internet in some way. So... You have to have a way to get it to the home, to the business, and a way to get it around the city. And I go into this, and I also include in my blog at wadeforwireless.com, I include newyorkcity.gov, assets, home, downloads, PDF. Anyway, it's basically a report. You can probably Google it. But the name of this particular blog is Let's Outline Smart City Broadband. So you go under there, and you can see the link. It's in there. But basically... What I'm trying to do is get cities to understand that you have to plan ahead to get broadband everywhere. It's not something that just happens and you can't rely on the contractors to do it because the contractors, the first thing they'll say, and I know because I work with them, is that the city gets in the way with permitting and zoning. Oh, now suddenly it's the city's fault we don't have broadband. It's the city's fault we can't roll out uh, LTE everywhere. It's the city's fault that Wi-Fi isn't everywhere. You see a common theme here? Now, the city will say, it's not our fault. We want it done right. We don't want everyone digging all the time. And trust me, I drive. I hate traffic problems when you have to dig. However, you can plan ahead. That's why I included New York City's report, because they explain how you should plan ahead for fiber and for everything under the city. They have the underground resources available. Now, that report goes into way more than just fiber and running cables and electric and all that. But my point is, if you plan ahead and you have everything in place, conduit, the tunnels, as much as you can with a minimal dig, life is good. Dig once, but, but don't put it on the contractors to do everything. Tell them what you want. Come up with a strategy and a plan to make it clear that when they lay conduit, or if you have a preferred contractor, which a lot of cities do, that they plan ahead and they do it right, okay? So what else is, now I know I digress, but my point is, plan ahead. What else is broadband going to be used for other than video? Because video was my big example, but data analytics, voice communications, business. Uh, it's going to expand the wireless connections as we know it. I alluded to that with the LTE build out and the Wi-Fi build out. It's going to be used for everything. It's really going to be the new utility as the last administration said, and this administration admits. 
Broadband's a utility now. We need it. We rely on it for business. It creates new business. It grows existing business. Let's face it. You need it for your home too. Anyone here not have a cable modem? Some of you might not, but I'd be willing to bet a majority of you do. So who uses broadband? Obviously. Businesses, small businesses, large businesses, people at home, residents. Here in the U.S., in North America, in fact, I'd say, people really rely on broadband. I know even when you go to Mexico, they rely more, more on Wi-Fi and wireless connectivity than they do actually broadband to the home because they're so mobile. In Canada and the U.S., very similar. We love our cable modems. We love our connection, but we too rely on our smartphones like never before. What does the internet enable for residents? Additional income. That's why I put out this blog. That's why I write my books. That's why I try to do consulting and coaching on the side. I work for my main business from home as much as I can. We work from home now. It's a new world out there, folks. Now listen, for all you tower climbers listening, I know you got to go to the tower to do the work. But for a lot of the project managers, for a lot of the engineers, look at RF engineering. Great example. I remember when you got paid top dollar to do RF engineering and drive tests. Well, obviously that changed because now a lot of the jobs went to India. And well, they went overseas. I wouldn't just say India, but a lot of that work's done overseas because of the internet. Now, you may have think that hurt the U.S., but you know what it did? It sparked new things to happen here new growth. It sparked a lot of people to work remotely on multiple jobs, multiple contractors, multiple customers, multiple companies. So you have to take the bad with the good. It sparks growth and it sparks change. Now, the other thing people are worried about is security. We're going to have to deal with that. And in any smart city, you're going to have to deal with the security risks and issues. So you're going to have to plan for that ahead of time as well. Another thing that who's going to use broadband? Devices devices like IOT, Internet of Things. Things are going to be on the Internet. We are going to have devices talking to other devices without human intervention. It's being done now. It's really nothing new. It's just we like to say Internet of Things like it's something new. We like to say 5G is going to include Internet of Things because it's something new. Truth is, the Internet of Things has been around for a long time and remote connectivity of devices talking devices and remote monitoring has been around for quite some time. Ask any utility. They yawn at this stuff because they had SCADA systems. I worked with a lot of them. I put a lot of them in. Now they're just going to be able to tie it to any data connection, run it through the Internet. And yes, they're worried about security too. So you're going to have humans on this. You're going to have small business, big business, enterprise. You're going to have residents at home. You're going to have your security system, which calls a remote security system, which alerts your cell phone. You're going to have utilities using this to connect to their smart meters to a server somewhere so I can get in and see that suddenly my house is using 200 gallons of water a minute, which probably means I have a major burst somewhere in my main water line, which is good because that is information I need to know, especially if I'm not home. So I can call the water company and have them shut it off so my house isn't flooded by the time I get there. But I digress. Merely one example. So what will the city get from this mass rollout? I think a lot of that I just explained. They're going to get new business. They're going to get mobility. They're going to... The other thing that I did not mention, but this is a big plus for the city, as they grow out their wireless backbone... I'm sorry, as they grow out their broadband backbone, they will gain a wireless backbone. It cascades forward. It's like a domino effect. 
you have more fiber, you're going to have more wireless, you're going to spread that, your people are going to have more connectivity, they'll be able to be able to work in more places. Small businesses can rely on a wireless connection to do business. They can rely on all those devices you can put on your phone or on a credit card. And I'll give you a few examples. Like I know guys that go around from business to business to wash cars because there's like 30 cars in a lot and people can just have their car washed while they're sitting in the office. Another one is dog grooming. Dog groomers go from house to house. They can just swipe that credit card. Yoga. Did you ever see those? This is bigger in cities, right? You see it more in the West Coast, but it does happen in New York City. People go to parks, they give yoga classes, it's five or 10 bucks a class, they run the card on their smartphone, bam, done. Everyone's paid, everyone's doing yoga in the park. Except me, I'm that cheap guy, like over in the woods doing it, just watching. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> anyway, the point is the residents will have new opportunities to earn income. Small business will have opportunity to put locations in places that the city didn't have before. And I wrote another blog called How Do We Get Broadband to the Underserved Parts of the City? There's people in that city that want to buy stuff. They want to expand. So it's one more option to expand business. The other thing with the wireless, it enables the IoT rollout to expand. And like I said, devices, meters, things like that, it enables everybody in the city to be connected wirelessly. Now, I brought that up for the good of the resident using my water example, like if suddenly my house is using 100 gallons of water a minute, I got problems. But what about if you're in your building and you just, uh, like say the, the, the meter readers don't have to roll out like they did before. Suddenly, which I'm sorry if you're a meter reader, better start looking for something new if you see smart meters coming. But suddenly they can read all those meters real time, all the time. They don't need to put people out in different parts of the city, different times of the day. And it could be a safety issue in some parts of the city, right? But everything's connected all the time. Also, utilities, electric, water, whatever. They'll, if a water main breaks, suddenly they'll have sensors on those water mains that come back to an alarming system. So if suddenly a rush of water, thousands of gallons is rushing through a minute, they know about it a lot sooner and they can dispatch before they get a thousand calls saying, you guys suck, we just had a water main break. What are you doing out there? You know, things happen, especially with our aging infrastructure. If you think this doesn't happen, you know, where you been? Well, in, in, the, in the Northeast, it happens in the winter all the time. I guess the ground shifts when it freezes, water main breaks, they got to go out and fix it. I've seen it a lot in LA because LA's water infrastructure is very old. I see a lot of water mains out break, water main breaks out there and, and traffic's just nightmares it is. So for broadband, what is the transport method? It's going to be mostly fiber. We're going to really rely on fiber for the back, uh, the backhaul, but that that's really what I want to concentrate. It's going to be fiber and wireless. I, I didn't go into this much because it seems obvious to me, right? It's just going to be explosive growth, but who will roll it out? Here's what I really want to get into. Now I can't get into specifics obviously, but the wireless carriers like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile and Sprint here in the States and US cellular and people like that. They're going to need it for 5G. They're going to need it to get the LTE out there. They're going to need it for the connectivity. And the other thing they're going to do they intend to have fixed wireless at some point to compete with the cable companies. So obviously they're going to they're going to roll it out 
And the other thing is, and I've seen it with Verizon and AT&T, they're going to have a great IoT initiative. They're going to have expectations that go well beyond what we have today. It's going to be amazing. Whether this is narrowband or broadband, they're still going to have broadband solutions because it's there, it's real, and it, they can connect now. The only issue, And the only issue with broadband for IoT uh, services is battery life. That's why narrowband uh, actually has a better solution for that. All depends on the use case. Cable companies like Comcast and Cablevision, I don't know, Time Warner Cable, are they still around? Those guys are really going to have to roll out better and better, more efficiently. They're already rolling out fiber. They connect to the homes with cable yet. They're giving residents Wi-Fi in many urban areas, which residents love. They're eating that crap up. You know, it's you don't just have to sit in a Starbucks anymore to get a Wi-Fi connection. You can get it in more places. So I know specifically Comcast has done an outstanding job rolling out Wi-Fi. They continue to do it. They're not the fastest, but they're consistent. They continue to roll it out. And now that cable companies are going to have new spectrum, like they're going to have 600 megahertz, I'm sure they'll use LTEU. They'll just roll that out. CBRS, they'll have that spectrum into 3.5 gigahertz. They're going to advance quickly. Listen, I love Wi-Fi. I mean, every device has Wi-Fi. It's been around a long time. It made great advances. But I really think we're going to see changes. I do. I think now LTEU, CBRS is really going to put it down on Wi-Fi. I think because the carriers want to hand off to a like uh, format, like LTE to LTE. And they can do that in everything but Wi-Fi. They have a lot of problems handing off to Wi-Fi. There's a lot of backbone difference. Like when I say backbone, just the way they operate is very different. So I do see changes coming. I think LTEU is going to be a game changer. And I'm very excited to see that. And I think not only will the wireless carriers embrace it, but the, but the um, cable companies will embrace it. And my next point is ISP and WISPs like CenturyLink, that was my most obvious one that came to my head. They're going to roll out a lot of the broadband. Now, however, I don't go into them too much. They're more of a, uh, I would say, a rural or a suburban uh, solution. So I don't know if they're going to be big into the smart city. And I, I really want to concentrate in the smart city uh, initiative here. The other one is fiber providers. And I bring up Crown Castle and Zayo because they're going to be the enablers for wireless. They're going to get it out there for the wireless companies. So I see them as serious players. The thing is, we don't hear about them every day, but let's face it, they're making a difference. They're making the changes. They're the ones that are really going to help us out as far as growth and the wireless growth. Now, one person you probably don't expect me to say is car companies. Yeah, that's right. I said car companies. And I'm not talking about just Ford, Chevy, Toyota, Honda, Nissan, all the big ones. I'm also talking about Uber and Lyft. Those companies want their wireless cars to work. For their wireless, and when I, I'm sorry, their driverless cars to work. For their driverless cars to work, they're going to rely on wireless. Tesla, another car company that has really been making changes, everything in their car is connected back to them. They monitor all the analytics, all the data, all the problems, all the initiatives, and they're making constant and ongoing improvements in their vehicle, in their design. And in the driver experience, they're improving efficiencies. They're, they're learning from that data because they're constantly connected. They're very secure as far as I know. And they're always looking at the data. So there's amazing new companies like car companies that are really going to change, change the way that broadband is used in the city. And they're going to enable it to roll out. And I want to make sure I brought that up because that's very important. 
So what technologies are available? Oh, hell, we have Wi-Fi, we have fiber, we have cable. And I beat the fiber and cable horse to death. So let's let's go into Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is easy to deploy. It's already out there. It's in every device. The only thing I'm warning you guys, if you're going to roll out Wi-Fi, people really expect Wi-Fi for free. Now, I know Comcast rolls out Wi-Fi and they sort of limit your free data usage, even though I'm a member, it's sort of a pain in the butt. But sometimes they'll just cut you off and then you, you, you can't figure out why you can't get any data because you're connected. It's not working. It's very frustrating. However, I think with LTEU coming, I think you'll be associated with a carrier. It's in the free spectrum. I see that as a game changer. I see different license bands, obviously what the carriers use, you know, 1900 megahertz, 2.5 gigahertz, other bands, but those are the carriers. Carriers have a monopoly on that. No one else is going to use that. But the other thing the carriers are doing, they have centimeter wave and millimeter wave, like the 28 gigahertz. They're going to use a higher spectrum and they're going to provide fixed wireless solutions, which is going to be another game changer, I hope. I hope they figure it out. But can you imagine instead of a cable modem and all the cables in your house, now you just need either a box in your window or maybe an antenna. I, I hope they can do something simple like a box in the window. That would be awesome. So finally, the other thing I bring up here in the States is CBRS, 3.5 gigahertz spam. That's going to be so cool because now, and I see that that's really small business, a small business solution, a business solution, because in an in-building solution, I see it being an alternative to like a small DAS system. It won't replace large DAS. You still need large DAS, heavy loading, blah, blah, blah. You guys know the story, but I just see the CBRS as a game changer for these businesses. It's going to be exciting. It's going to really provide a lot of solutions for them. And I see that as a technology that's going to enable the rollout. So I think I gave you a mouthful there. I gave you quite a bit to chew on. And also the Smart City Broadband Initiative is very real. We need it. We need it now. We need it today. All right. I want everyone to be smart, be safe, and pay attention. And I have a few announcements. My Smart City Planning Handbook is coming out soon. So that should be out here within a month or two, assuming I can finish it on time. So the Smart City Planning Handbook. So I'm coming out with that. If you guys have a better title, let me know. The other thing, uh, I still have the LTE Wireless Deployment Handbook for small cells, CRAN, and DAS. I still have the 5G Deployment Handbook, which is new for 5G because 5G is going to roll out soon. I might have rolled that out a little early. Probably have to revise it. But um, I was just trying to give people an idea of how to prep for 5G. And I still have the tower climbing book, an introduction. I have the scope of work training. I have all my products. Okay. I got all that. Wadeforwireless.com. Go check out my products. I'm still adding to it. Uh, scope of work course and so on. Books on Kindle. Got all that stuff. But what I really want to do is give my appreciation to the Hubble Foundation, hubblefoundation.org, and to the Tower Family Foundation, towerfamilyfoundation.org for all that they do for the families of the tower climbers. They do what they can when a climber is seriously injured or dies in an accident. It matters so much because these families have nowhere to turn. It's something that we often don't think about, but it's a, uh, these are two charities which are very important to me. They are tax-deductible donations. And the reason I reach outside of the tower climbing industry, because the tower climbing industry has been trying to take care of their own. Now, the Tower Family Foundation industry, uh, Tower Family Foundation has done a good job of raising funds through the carriers. 
Hubble Foundation still relies on a lot of people like you and me to give them money. And I do give them money. I believe very strongly that these two foundations can make a difference in the world and in their lives and for the people that lost loved ones or for the people that can never work again like they used to. You got you to gotta understand, you know, when you're 100 or 200 feet up working on a tower and you fall or anything happens and accidents happen. Not laying blame here. I'm just pointing out it's a dangerous job. People get hurt and people die. And the families are usually left without a breadwinner. Or the families are left with someone who's broken, hurt, needs counseling, needs rehabilitation, and they're lucky if they can walk again, and they'll never climb again. So they have to find a new profession. That's my point. All right. Towerfamilyfoundation.org. Hubble Foundation. Hubble, H-U-B-B-L-E, foundation.org. All right, everyone. Be smart, be safe, and pay attention. See ya. forget you have the wireless deployment handbook out there that's right at wadeforwireless.com you have the wireless deployment handbook that is on sale now and now it's available in paperback on amazon can you believe it wireless deployment handbook available on amazon in kindle version and paperback and also available in pdf go ahead check it out wadeforwireless.com Hey folks, it's available the 5G deployment plan. That's right, the 5G deployment plan handbook. I have the ebook out there for you in Amazon paperback, a full color eight and a half by eleven inch version, the Amazon Kindle version, the full PDF on Cellfi, and the full PDF on Gumroad. It's all about the 5G deployment. Go to wade4wireless.com and look for 5G deployment plan. It's in there just for you. I'd like to take a moment to thank my sponsors, Tower Safety and Instruction, found at towersafety.com. I'd like to thank them for all the good work they do in training. They're an accredited school out in Phoenix, Arizona, but they serve people nationwide for all your tower training, safety, and drone training needs.